Hey there, it's Natasha. And KC. And we are the co-hosts of Woken Free. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning into our 16th episode of Woken Free. If you've been joining our conversation, you know that Woken Free is all about being real and honest with each other, and of course with you. We're talking about anything and everything that is important to us, to you, and the world. And of course, nothing is off the table. In this episode, we're going to be talking about what support really looks like. But before we dive deep into this subject, we have a couple of things that we have to cover. First, have you subscribed to Woken Free on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, our YouTube channel, or SoundCloud, or iHeartRadio? If not, shame on you. I'm just joking. But no, really, please do (laughs) subscribe to us on all of our platforms. Secondly, share the episode. Do not keep us as a dirty little secret. Come on now. Uh, Listen, enjoy, laugh, cry, do what you want. But make sure you share it with three friends. If three friends are shared with all of you, we're good to go. We're getting across the world, guys. And then, of course, talk to us, aka talk to Tasha. On Facebook, on Instagram. Oh, come on now. And Twitter, at Woken Free. Each week, we like to share a little bit about us before we dive into the topic for the episode. Last week, we shared our biggest people pet peeves we have. This week, we're sharing... We're going to do a game, actually, that Natasha's cousin used to play at her house when we went over there. So, we wanted to share this with the Woken Free family. What, how it goes is we share two truths and one lie. It'll be up to you to guess which is which. You can share this with us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, or in the comments section on the website. It's up to you. So my lovely will start this off. Mm-hmm. And just to make it clear, you have to determine what is the lie. So if you know us very well, Ugh. it should be very easy to you. So we, we definitely are looking forward to seeing what you think. So my three statements, uh, again, remember, two will be true, one will be a lie. You have to figure it out. Statement number one, I love elephants. Statement number two, my favorite place in the world is Florida. Hmm. Statement number three, I'm born and raised in Manhattan. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yep. So mine are very difficult. First statement, Mm -hmm. my favorite animal is the lion. And remember, I am a Leo. Second statement, I love the sensation of speed. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Zoom, 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 zoom. Okay, Mazda. Number, <laughs> statement number three, I was born and raised in Holla, Queens. Ooh, I wonder if they'll pick uh, the right answers. We shall see. Okay, so enough of that. Too many games. We got to get into this, guys. First and foremost, uh, I wanted to talk about this subject because I think it's something that's, I think we all think about it, but we don't necessarily sit down and have a conversation about it. And we should. Let's talk about what support means, what it looks like. And I guess, Khalil, I guess when I, I want to ask you, you know, why do you think people support uh, like celebrities and, and public figures, but then it seems like, you know, do they give the same support to people in their network? Is it equal? Is it not? What What do you think? I think people are most likely to support others they don't know. They, they like to support people they idolize or don't personally know for some reason. Mm-hmm. I guess it's something about how celebs and stars, they're glamorized in our society. 
they often develop, uh, people actually develop an obsession with these public figures. They just can't break it. There's like this weird obsession with mm-hmm. what is my favorite celebrity doing or what's this public figure up to? Maybe I should do it. Maybe it's because of the apparent success of these celebrities that mm-hmm. people get into following them. Mm-hmm. So I think it's more likely for people to support others or public figures than somebody close to them that they know. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I personally agree. I think that people uh, are in love with people in the media. I think that there is an obsession over who's dating who, who's messing with who, who's broken up with whom. And then also, you know, this new person has a new beauty line, has a new shoe company, has a new t-shirt line, all these things. It just seems like people, if you, if you love the person, then by extension, you have to love what the person does. But then, you know, if, uh, cousin Maymay, you know, has a new cookbook out, you know, is it as glamorous, glamorous, is it as exciting as uh, a celebrity? Probably not. And I, and I think that that's um, a shame because your network is your network, right? And so you give what you get in life and it seems weird to not be equally excited about people in your network as say it would be Michael B. Jordan, shout out Michael B. Jordan. Or, uh, or other kind of celebrities or people like that. And it actually, uh, Roberto Green Jr. wrote an article on Elevated Post, which you can find on Woken Free, where he says something very interesting, and I'm going to read it for all of you guys. The majority of people, parentheses, not all, are self-centered and only care about what's in it for them. In order to gain their support, or at the very least their attention, Offer them something for free in order to win them over. Even then, they'll probably accept your handout and go about their routine. A well-known entrepreneur we all know, right, Gary Vaynerchuk, is a huge advocate of offering people free value before trying to sell them. Provide their net, your network with something you can afford to give out for free. That'll help solve a problem or pain point in their lives. Now, do you think that's the the difference that maybe there's like all this like free content that's accessible about celebrities that why that's why it's so easy to kind of uh, wrap your mind around them instead of the person, like I said, cousin Maymay, who's, you know, $16.99, $16.99 instead of saying, here's like 20 free recipes. Oh, now I'm excited. Uh, I don't know that to me. Some some of these people that you know often do offer free stuff, and mm-hmm. still people are reluctant to even like cash in on the free items. So let's say that your cousin came out with a new hair product, mm-hmm. and they want to ship it to you. You might not give them your information. You might just kind of let that go to the wayside and just buy your normal products by the big box re- retailers instead mm-hmm. of going through your cousin because you know, things may not come in time that you're used to. Like, it might not be as legit sounding or mm-hmm. there's no website up. There's, like, not a big backing behind this new product line. But you're comfortable with going to the store and buying some buying the hair product off the shelves. So I, I don't know mm. if it's about the free items because people can often give free items around you. Your, your friends can do that, but... Mm-hmm. You, you're still more likely to go to a celebrity or just go with a brand that you know than to get some new free thing from a person that's close to you. It's, I don't know, it, it seems like people, I don't know if the free is necessarily the issue at hand. Oh, okay. It might be something like the um, presentation, right? And that and and process, right? Because yeah. you know, Amazon, we're gonna get the prime shipping. We have we'll the, get in the, time, the return like really policy, fast. and yeah, okay, fair enough. 
Okay. Uh, I think you had something you wanted to add on to that, actually. Well, when we talk about support, what are we actually referring to? Mm. Okay, so I would say that support is going to mean different things for different people. So for me, it's going to break down into two main categories. It's going to be personal and entrepreneurial. We'll start with personal because why not start with shade? <laughs> the number one thing I would say, if, if someone is in my personal network and I'm and they are supporting me, a big thing for me is going to be checking in, right? So if I have a friend and you know who you are <laughs> or you know who you may be, several people who fit this category, uh, and you can only holler at me every five months or so, that's sadly not going to cut it when it, if I'm going to view it, view you as someone who really supports me because I don't believe in that friendship model and I just think that if I see you on Facebook sharing memes and pictures of cats and dogs every week but it takes you months to check in with me my response is girl bye or boy bye like there are no words for that foolishness um you can make time to like a funny cat video but you can't make time to just yeah, see what's going check on in, with right? your like, uh, supposed friend. Yeah, you right? know, it, it doesn't make any sense, you know, because it doesn't it doesn't take much in our digital age to just be like, hey, chick, right? Like a Facebook message once every two weeks is not that dramatic. Uh, if if you're in the inner circle or if you are a deemed supporter slash friend, right? So that's that for the personal side of things. Now switch the flip to or flip the switch to the entrepreneurial side of things, which is big for me because outside of Woken Free, uh, I, uh, you will, Woken Free is one of our ventures, but also I, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. I, you know, I coach, I consult, do a lot of public speaking business is, is it's what I think about what the first thing I wake up, the first thing I go to bed. And so for me, that type of support comes down to a couple of things, social media, right? I love when people are liking things, sharing things, following things, because guess what? I'm doing the same. I would never ask something of someone that I wouldn't do for that for me. Like I vice versa, right? You give what you get in life. Then secondly, I do a lot of events. So again, on that side of things, coming out to things that I'm involved in, that I'm throwing, showing up, just being present, right? You have to show up for your life. You have to show up for people that you care for. And, you know, call a spade a spade. If you can't do it, then, you know, don't be like oh we're besties but you can't you can't show up when it really counts so those are the things that i guess matter most to me when it comes to support how about you wow that was definitely a lot dear <laughs> i was a little excited about this episode like i told you i think i wanted to lay it out people have got to know what support is <laughs> oh all right so that that's what it is well yes. when i think of support i just think of something that keeps your body parts afloat Really, Khalil? Really? Well, it could also mean helping out others in need. Maybe some yeah. people feel there's only a need to help people they don't know personally. That's just a wrong feeling, though, in my opinion. Okay. I mean, I for the people who do support me, and you know who you are, you you they're like ride-or-die people, right? They're people that are super loving and super supportive. And it, again, it's not a matter of time of knowing the person. You can know someone for a day or 10 years or 20 years. It's just like when you know what genuinity feels like and looks like, to me, it's sad when you don't have it and, and their people are purporting to be offering it. So that's why I kind of wanted to like... Lay call out. out those people who yeah. are supposed supporters, but yeah. they're actually secret haters. Word. You know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't, listen to the episode. <laughs> Maybe learn about yourself. 
in a whole new way. So now, do you think that like stranger love or or people who you may not have a deep relationship with uh, throwing their support to a lot of people, is this like publicly documented? Yeah, if you look at social media, you could look at the amount of followers of public figures and celebrities. And mm -hmm. just by those numbers, you can see that tons and tons of people support others that they don't know on a personal level. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. These celebrities that have mass followings of all their fans and even haters, mm -hmm. because haters actually show love as well. Exactly. Very true. Absolutely. Support comes with a smile and an upside down smile. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think that the clearest examples to me would be crowdfunding and when content becomes viral. So when it comes to crowdfunding, you see these projects that are mostly funded by strangers, right? Stranger love is real. And uh, they are loving what someone's either making, selling, doing, saying, and they come out in droves. And I think that this is actually a really beautiful thing because to me, it seems like it's a real testimony to humanity and the power of people. When we come together, we can create and manifest and really make something come to life, right? Something that could cost hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions of dollars. And it's a reality if people all come together and put their pennies or put more together and really make something happen. And then with viral content, I mean, this actually um, kind of is a double-edged sword because you see like good things going uh, viral, like when people are bullied or or things like that and people are kind of protesting bad behavior and, it, and that message of like, no, we're not gonna do this, go, it's viral, that's really good. But then you also see things that are like, oh no, like he's cheating on this person and then that goes viral and that's kind of like the sad <laughs> side of social media. But when people want something to be heard on a larger scale, they make it, they, they click that like button and they share like there is no tomorrow. Yeah, the sharing is caring, right? Apparently. <laughs> okay, so now do you think it's easier to give money to someone you don't know over someone you do know? I think that depends on the person you know. If you know that person has squandered money in the past, mm -mm. are you likely to give them money? You a hot mess, Khalil. Probably not. <laughs> Throwing shade, why don't you? You can compare that to like someone who's has a great spiel about what they will do with the money that you're giving them or oh, how desperately they need it. Mm -mm. And that's why it's easier to usually give money to a stranger. They come up with all these sorts of things to... Mm -hmm kind of influence you into giving them money or they have a certain aura about them mm. that makes you think that you know everything's okay here I can give them money and gotcha. see what happens gotcha I yeah I agree I mean it, it's gonna come down to prioritization really uh, for some famous people or public figures again we mentioned at the beginning of the episode that these people are like on a pedestal and so if these people are deemed to be more valuable more important more trustworthy more investable then you will hand over that wallet like no tomorrow like you'll be like take take all my coins and give me a smile and you will have no problems with it but when cousin may may is like six nine sixteen ninety nine you're like hold on cousin may may you're gonna ask her a ton of questions too. <laughs> Like, well, what about this and that? Yeah, and you're gonna drill how can you her doing hard. That? Like, what's going on Hot with your job? Mess. You're gonna have tons of questions for her. I know. You're gonna act like a government agent. Word. <laughs> like, can you fill out this application, Maymay? Like, yeah. can you? <laughs>
It's a hot mess. That's a shame. But again, it's all about what people, um, where they want to spend their money. What, what, uh, where do they want to throw their support? Uh, does this make them feel good? Does this inspire them? Does it make them feel like they can be a part of this journey? Do they believe in it? If they believe in it, if they want it, they throw their money that way or they throw their time or their support, whatever is the giving that's being requested. I think also another thing would be actually, uh, so since we're talking about like throwing support, uh, what if, can you name like at least three people that you really support with either your time, your money, your energy, or everything in between? I support my wife through and through with everything. <laughs> Heart, body, soul, and spirit. I know what you want tonight. Yeah, sir. Hey, this is a children's <laughs> show. Exactly. You want my support? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Word. <laughs> okay. I, I support. I also support my mom with her projects and such. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hello, yeah. Marsha. We love you. <laughs> I also support friends that are doing things that aren't necessarily common, like starting new ventures and mm -hmm. things of that sort. Okay. So there's a lot on my list. I like your list for sure. Uh, for I me, it was just three. <laughs> oh, okay, at least three. Minimum of three. Minimum. Words matter, dearest. Yes. Uh, for me, I would say that, of course, uh, you first and foremost, right? I think, yeah, I, I mean, I appreciate you shouting me out, but I, I agree. I think that everyone needs to really think about having a strong foundation at home. If you don't have a foundation that's solid, then how can you build upon that? And so having a network, a tight network of a loved one, of loved ones, I think that that's key. So hugs and kisses to you, dearest. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Being able to be an entrepreneur is a dream come true and I take it very seriously. So being able to do the work that I do with my clients is vitally important. Of course, also having a, a foundation with family and, uh, and um, friends, again, people who show up and are genuinely there in my life, everything to me, collaborators, partnerships that I've developed through my entrepreneurial journey, they matter to me. Those relationships are super duper important. They help me be who I want to be in this world and be the entrepreneur I am and uh, help us do ventures like this. And of course, fans, right? Because I think that when people re reach out to me and they tell me, you know, they really loved an article that I share, that I wrote, uh, it's an honor and a privilege to be able to have my life be able to have an impact. I think for everyone has to define what their goals are in life. For me, a major goal is being able to have an impact. So either something I said, something I did made someone's life better or they were able to have more clarity to do what they want to do is everything to me. So the list goes on and on from that. But then of course I would be remiss not to mention powerful people like Gary Vaynerchuk, like John Henry, like Tony Robbins, and of course, Tiffany Haddish. Hey, I love you guys. You guys help me uh, enjoy the process of what I'm doing. So the again, your support system is what you make of it. And I'm very honored and happy to say that I have a network that's filled with people that I know. And then again, people that you don't know, but you're consuming and they're what they're putting out there and they're helping you enjoy your life and do what you need to do. How can you identify people who support you or just pretending to? Mm, mm, mm. Ain't that the truth? That is a wonderful question. So I think it's really, again, I think in questions and checklists and the Virgo in me just won't stop. And I would, I would put back the question onto everyone, which is you have to ask 
critical questions when it comes to people in your life. And if someone is claiming to be a supporter of yours, whether it's romantically, whether it's personally, whether it's business, put whatever label you want in front of that name, I would say, you know, ask yourself the following. Does this person only share what's going on with them to you or do they actually ask you what's going on with you? Do they ask how they can support you in your endeavors? Do they ask about what you're up to, what is important to you, how they can support that? Do they check in with you with some form of regularity? And again, the regularity is going to be set by the terms that you have with this person, whether that's on a day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month, it's up to you and what, what you need and what they need out of that relationship. Do they suggest things to you? Do you have friends that only want to share crazy political memes to you? Or do you have friends- Very important. Yeah, or are they sharing content with you? Articles, books, information that's going to better you and your life and are they sharing opportunities i think that that's also critical too when people are like girl i just went to this this, this," and if you could have came along with them well then why did you find out after the fact like (laughs) what well it's because you're a hassle to bring along ouch okay guys i don't mm -mm, i can't (laughs) and then also most importantly if this person's a supporter of yours do you actually enjoy spending time with them? Because if this person, if you say, oh, I'm going to spend out, spend time with X and you start to huff and puff, the, the headache keeps coming on. Wait a minute. Then this isn't, this isn't a relationship that's really supporting you. This is a relationship that's harming you. Don't get cannibalized by supporters in your life. That doesn't make sense. How about you? How would you break down the analysis for people? I think it depends on what type of support you're looking for. Mm-hmm. This person doesn't do social media and you only update social media with your current state of affairs, mm. it'll be a bit hard to judge the level of realness that person has with you. They might actually support you, but they just do it through word of mouth. You mm-hmm. know, they, they tell other people about your happenings and what's going on. Mm-hmm. Then again, if they were all in supporters, they would support you through any means necessary, right? True. If you ask them to like a post about your new business endeavor mm-hmm. and share it with friends and you don't hear a peep out of them on social media, then you're sort of, you sort of clued into the fact that they could be a secret hater or just not care enough to support you because mm. they need to get out of their shell and jump on social media a few times just to help you out, right? Exactly. I think uh, that's a great point. That support, just because you only want to support in one way doesn't mean that that's your only capability, that you can branch out and do different things because if you care for someone, you'll show them in a way that is meaningful for that person, right? Not just, uh, I talked about it like, you know, on the phone, but like, what, what else are you doing? Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what, so what, so what's the scenario? Scenario one, an initial coin offering or ICO has just been announced for a brand new currency with each coin costing just one US dollar. That's right, one US dollar. Your best friend is looking for some funding to launch her new business with a minimum buy-in of 100 shares at 100 US dollars. Yes, that is in fact one US dollar per share. Do you invest in the ICO because you don't want to miss out on what could be the next Bitcoin phenomenon? (laughs) Or do you do what best friends do and talk about how you wish you could support their business, but you will need to transfer money from your savings to your checking, and it will take three business days to clear, which at that point you need to drive to the bank and actually withdraw the funds? Okay, Kevin Hart. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We're going there, are we? (laughs) Okay. So... 
fascinating. I like how we uh, revamped the Bitcoin conversation. (laughs) That snuck its way in. Exactly. We will never be done talking about Bitcoin. Oh, my. Oh, this is a really good question. So a a couple of questions, actually, I would say would uh, help to answer this question. Is this someone who is normally invests in financial like uh, uh, kind of do they invest money or this is you? Yeah, okay. You're, you're so, in this scenario, so, so you, me, you're deciding what you want to do. Okay. Um, I guess, do you have any information about the business it's, itself, like how profitable it's been? Uh, Which business? Or this this IC, or this Bitcoin or thing. Like, what so, other information do you have? No, the, with ICOs, you usually don't have that much information on the companies. They're new. Oh, okay. They're offering new form of cryptocurrency, just like Bitcoin, but it's mm-hmm. not Bitcoin. It's, it's just a new form of similar but you don't currency. know how profitable this no you have no clue it's just okay. like bitcoin okay. it's like bitcoin was so it's in the a beginning. risk either way yeah but it's a risk up to a hundred dollars right and yeah, it's being that's the max offered you can lose. and it's being offered by your best friend you said right yeah. no no the ico is it's it stands on its own okay your best friend is starting a new business mm-hmm. on their own these are separate things it's so the scenario is asking do you invest in a separate ico transaction mm-hmm. or do you Help your best friend out who's also looking for a hundred dollars. A hundred dollars like or the ICO, or, or, it's, or one yeah, or, or the yeah, other. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What are you gonna do? It's like you have a hundred extra dollars. Do you use that for an ICO or do you fund your best friend's new, in a new business? And do you have any information on your best friend's new business as to the, the. Uh, like the business plan and what the business is intended to be, and like, do you have any? Yeah. Yeah. You have information and is about it. Pro- is it like promising? It's hard to say, actually. You're not sure. So it's okay. It's risky. So they're both risky. They both okay. have the same amount of risk. Well, I would say at a at a buy-in of a hundred dollars, like what's it's not going to kill you. It's not going to break your bank. And I think that if your if your best friend uh, really believes in in what they're doing, and I think that if you want to throw support, and if you were going to spend a hundred dollars either way, then why not do it on on your best friend's new venture? That would be my my vote. All right, my vote is to throw the money behind the ICO, and then when you get rich, you can help your best friend get the business off the ground. You're a shameful person. <laughs> you get are rich. shameful. That we get just spent an entire episode <laughs> talking about supporting people in your network. Yeah. And then you turn right back around. <laughs> yeah, because in this case, you know that your initial investment in the other. Thing is going to help you out in the end so then you'll be able to support your best friend without dipping into your savings account and having to transfer that to your checking and then waiting the business days for that money to clear and then also having to go and now pick up that cash and then give the cash to your friend instead of the ico you just write you write in your credit card details and then you have your money see how he can't even get woken free on his own episode that doesn't even make any sense Khalil. <laughs> shameful shame on you well i hope they would understand Mm. oh don't they always don't they always next scenario you've been posting day and night inspirational quotes which all your friends are quick to like and comment on your cousin has just bought a house and needs some helping hands to give it a new paint job you post a picture of an unpainted wall asking who's available two weeks from now to hashtag pitch in with cold beverages served on the house A few days pass, and you get a couple of likes, but no comments. Meanwhile, you know your friends are free, but didn't respond to your post. Are they true supporters? Ooh, I mean, they could be your friends. They just might be lazy folks. (laughs) 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 Who are 
like, I love you, but I don't feel like sweating or covering myself in paint for you. Wow. Uh, Come <laughs> which, on now. Listen, people are, can be very lazy bones, lazy bone people. Even though you're going to get drinks at the end and during it? Come on. I mean, I don't think that, I mean, that's like, hey, do you want crab legs? Work for crab legs. Like, people aren't always tempted by just kind of commodity items. Well, better be like filet mignon or something. Oh, yeah. So if she's offering filet mignon but needs help painting her house, I mean, (laughs) not likely, right? So we're talking probably dollar pizza and some, like, beer, which I don't drink, so. You never know. True. I would say, no, in that scenario, they're not being good supporters or true supporters because, you know, liking, you know, if you if, if they're free, they should have said, hey, girl, I'll help you out. Because, again, vice versa, we always, you never know when you need support in life. <laughs> and uh, in this circumstance, the person needs help, your friend, your supporter, do the right thing. Support her and paint the house. Or at least respond and say that, I'm sorry, I couldn't help out, right? The bare so minimum. lie on Facebook? Okay. Oh, all right, so they... <laughs> They, they're in a tricky situation. Pretty much. That's so why they kept silent. silent. They, said, they said, I'm going to keep my dirt to myself and go ahead and like someone else's picture these days. Wow. Shameful. Scenario three. You've decided to go door to door collecting money to help save homeless animals. You go around the neighborhood asking for as little help as people are willing to give. At the end of the rounds, you think back and wonder, how come all your immediate neighbors did not donate? But the ones that you didn't know, they chipped in willingly. Are strangers really this nice? Or did you just ask around at a bad time of the year? So there's a couple of things going on. Some people are not animal people, I know. Shocking. (laughs) But some people aren't animal people. What about Um, the cats? I know. Kit Kat. Yep. Just looking at them. Not owning them. Just looking at the cats. Nope. Some people are not animal people. They don't want to see them. They don't want to hear them. They don't even want to talk about them. So they might not support for that reason. Also, who are you? Right? You're going around when you're can, but you know, this can of money for the homeless animals. I mean, that's a very vague proposition. This could be, <laughs> are you the homeless animal <laughs> that you're trying to get money for? Right? Like, I think also in our current day, sadly, because of, um, you know, people being distrusting because of what other people have done, they want some validity as to like, where will this money go? Why do I need to give you money in hand? Why can't I just go to a website? Do you have a PayPal account, right? Like, (laughs) can we legitimize this process a little bit more? Is this an ongoing campaign? You gonna come around every Friday asking me for money? Or like, is this a one-time deal so now all homeless animals are solved? I mean, like, right, like there's a lot of questions, so. Um, and then also it could be the fact that like, like you were saying earlier, maybe they know, you know, you actually walking around are like, you know, the drunk of the neighborhood and you're really <laughs> not trustworthy. Wow. So you could collect the money all it with all intentions to give to the homeless animals. And then all of a sudden you go out drinking and then, I don't know, you take the homeless mo- animal money with you and then you're robbed or, you know, it's all sorts of crazy situations happen. And then they're like, what happened? Like. <laughs> All right, but if you had, like, a website for this and it was done through, like, the ASPCA or something, yeah, would that legitimize it? I more? think so. I think people, if they saw that you were running, like, a GoFundMe campaign or some type of actual, like, verifiable point of, uh, like, source, that they could say, oh, this person's donating for this. Like, when people ask for money when they're going to be a part of a race and something, like, you can tie it back to something. So at that point, then they would probably chip in and, uh, you know... Hopefully, more people in the neighborhood would actually give than just the strangers. 
Especially the ones that know you, right? Hopefully they <laughs> did. You legitimize it at least. Exactly. So it looks like we are at that time again. I cannot believe it went so quickly. We are at the end of our 16th episode of Woke and Free. Trademark. (laughs) So we had quite the fun um, talking all about support and what that really means for us uh, generally in our in our society. And uh, I hope you really enjoyed it. And if you're in your feelings, I want to hear about it. I don't want you stewing away in your, you know, wherever you are. Tell us all about it. Hit us up on WokenFree.com. Hit us up on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at WokenFree. And of course, I always ask, but you know what's the deal. (laughs) Will I leave you hanging for what our next episode is all about? On our next episode, we will be discussing whether... People are really in control of their feelings. Make sure you follow us on social media to follow along in the conversation. And make sure you tune in next week for Woken Free Wednesday to join the conversation at www.wokenfree.com. If you want to be a guest on the show, and we're really excited because we have a couple of guests that are uh, planning what, what they're going to be talking about with us, make sure you join this bandwagon and submit a topic for an upcoming episode. And of course, you can also just share how you feel about what we're talking about on our Contact Us page at WokenFree.com. And I cannot say it enough. We're very, very active on social media. Hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at WokenFree. If you didn't already subscribe, please do share the episode and make sure you come back to join the conversation every Wednesday for Woken Free Wednesdays. Happy holidays, everyone.